I know some folk looked out their window, thought it was going to be one today, and decided, ah, I'll do it next week. But God is good all the time. All the time. You know, we um, often talk about the power of prayer. And uh, sometimes, for some people, seeing is believing. But Jesus, he clearly states that blessed is the man who have not seen and yet believes. But I want to give you a nugget for your bucket today. I want you to see what praying to God is all about. Look to my left right over here. Amen. Amen. Do you see Brother Tim Jones here in the house today? Do you see him in here? Is he here? Did God deliver him? Let's give God some praise. Let's give him some praise. God deserves all praise for this. Amen. God is good all the time. Amen. Amen. Say it, brother. That just goes to show you, God may not deliver what you want him to deliver in one year. This is third, the third year. The third year. And Tim is here. I remember three years ago, Daddy Jones, Chief Jones, he told me, he said, Brother Kenzie, we'll be back. He said, I'm going to come with Tim with me. The doctor said that it wouldn't happen, but God said that it would. Ain't God good? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You know, that's a sermon preached all by itself. Ain't that right, church? You know, this ain't no abracadabra, hocus pocus. This ain't no laying hands. This ain't no taking a handkerchief. No, this the real deal like a Vanda Holyfield. God is good, church. But I do have a small message for Brother Tim. I was told that you can come whenever you want to, but you're going to have to lose the Green Bay Packers jersey. That's what I was told. Not only did he come when we have Bears fans, but he came in his green, like, hey, here I am. What up? Let's give God some more praise. to talk about being under Satan's attacks because good people experience bad things too Amen. you know regardless of what I go through in life I can attest to the fact that there is nothing like being a child of God there is nothing like having the Lord's protection and I believe all of us can touch and agree that God is good. He blessed us to see today a day that wasn't promised to us, a day that we didn't do anything to deserve 
to see, but because of his love, his grace, his long-suffering, his mercy, he allowed us to be here today. If it wasn't for the goodness of God, we wouldn't have what we have today, and we certainly wouldn't be where we are. I believe that we have more to be thankful for than to be upset about. God all by himself brought us to where we are today. But you know, many people have given up on God in their minds and have minimized his power and his love for them simply because they experienced some unfavorable things in their lives. I don't know anyone who wants to experience unfavorable things, especially when they are traveling down a good path. God is good to all of his children. However, the truth is, when we do good, we often expect for good to continue to show up in our lives. But sometimes even when good is present, evil still shows up. But I need you to remember something today, Lansing. I want you to remember that God's children have favor even during unfavorable times. Amen. Amen. God is just as good during the bad times as he is during the good times. Do I have a witness out here? God is good all the time, but sometimes we have to look for the good because it's not always obvious. Especially when we are dealing with something that we don't want to deal with. Ain't nothing like being made to deal with something that we didn't ask for. Sometimes we need to ask God to renew our spirit and to revive our faith. Because life can cause us to develop twisted thinking. I don't ever want you to get to the point to where you believe that you are above asking God for a renewed spirit. We all experience temporary faith setbacks. But instead of staying back, we have to ask God to put us back on track. Satan wants to destroy us. And one of his clever ways of doing that is to attack our faith. You know, some of us, we're under attack right now. We don't know what to do. We don't know where to go. We don't know who to call. But I want you to know, when you're confused like that, the name that you need to be calling upon is the name of Jesus. Somebody already said it for me. I want to show you something in the Bible that's absolutely, positively amazing. Turn your Bibles over to Job. Somebody just learned something today. You thought it was called job. <laughs> but it's Job. Turn over to Job. Job chapter number one. Job chapter number one. And while you're getting there, let me tell you this. Job had more things to happen to him in one day than some people experience in a lifetime. I want to show you something. Look at verse number one. 
I want you to look at these words. The Bible says, and Job was blameless, upright, and one who feared God. He had reverent fear for God. And the Bible says, and he shunned or he avoided evil. My first point to you today is, bad things happen to good people too. We don't need to do anything wrong to provoke evil in our lives. Evil shows up because Satan continues to do what he does. I need you to stop thinking that God is trying to destroy your life. If God truly wanted to destroy us, he doesn't have to try. He can succeed. God can try our faith whenever he chooses to. And when God tries our faith, I need you to understand, Lansing, that it's for our good. I know that when we're going through the trial, it may not seem like it's for our good, but God gets the glory, but it's truly for our good. God wants to show us where we are weak when we think we're strong. God helps us to develop our patience, our perseverance, our endurance. He helps us to develop our faith. If God didn't deal with us sometime, we would be spoiled brats. Sometimes we believe that we deserve more than what God gives to us. But if you are a child of God and you understand who God is, instead of being worried about what you don't have, you need to be praising God. For everything that you do have. Amen. Because God Amen. supplied all of your needs. I want you to understand this too church. People with good families. And with money. They have trouble too. Amen. Amen. I'm just going to go through these brother Dion. Amen. Amen. Point two. People with good families. And money. Or as we would say. Balling. They have trouble too. Just let's look at Job chapter number one. We're just gonna have a little Bible study today. Everybody got a Bible? Hold your Bibles up. Everybody got a Bible today? We good in here. We good. If you don't have a Bible, I know some of you got an app on your phone. That's good too. I, I want us to go through a little Bible study today so when we walk out of here, we can be renewed and revived and we can understand that God is not trying to destroy us. He's simply trying to grow us to be better than we were yesterday. Now let's look at Job chapter number one, verse number two. What does it say, Brother Dion? And seven sons. Job had seven sons. And three daughters. Three were, daughters. Were born to him. Big family. Keep going. Also his possessions were 7,000 sheep. 7,000 sheep. 3,000 camels. Keep going. 500 yoke of oxen. Keep going. 500 female donkeys. Keep going. And a very large household. This was a big 401k he had right here, right? <laughs> Keep reading. So that this man was the greatest of all the people of the east. Job was a baller. Keep going. And his sons would go and feast in their houses, each on his appointed day, and would send and invite their three sisters to eat so and drink like with the, them. So it looked like the brothers and the sisters were cool with each other. He had a lot of money. And his family were cool with each other. Keep going. So it was when the days of, of feasting had run their course that Job would send and sanctify them. And he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them for all. Number of them all. For Job said, 
It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did regularly. Now just stop there. I want us to just take just a little time to understand some things because Satan has so many people confused. Satan has a way of making us feel like we don't deserve nothing. He has a way of making us feel like if we messed up, we're going to have a black cloud over our lives for the rest of our lives. But I need you to understand today that you don't have to have a dysfunctional family before something off the chain happens to you. Satan doesn't care. It doesn't matter who it is. You can be rich and have Satan. Look at Donald Trump. <laughs> I need you to understand. I want you to just be with me today. Understand that, you know, you know sometimes, you know, people who don't have a lot of money, you think that Satan just uh, pick on you. Satan just doesn't only follow broke folk. But he also follow folk with money too. Some people are praying for more money when they need to be praying for more Jesus right now. Amen. Amen. Money can't solve all of life's problems, but Jesus can. Amen. Amen. Isn't it amazing how we are under attack? And one of our greatest prayers is, Lord, give me more money. Y'all ain't gonna let me preach it by myself today, are you? We ask for things that we don't always need. See, this is what I believe. If it's money that I need, if I get Jesus first, he's going to take care of my needs. Too many people are trying to get the money first. Then going back to Jesus, what I need you to understand is, if you have a need in your life, don't worry about the need. Seek Jesus. Because whatever you need, Jesus has it for you. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Job had money. He had a great family. It seemed like he had everything that was going good for him. Everything was exactly in the place it seemed like that he needed it to be. Not only did he have good money, not only was his family good, but Job was a man of God. He feared God. He, he reverenced God and he avoided evil. He was an upright man. He was a guy to be proud of. Amen. Amen. But I want to show you something here. Are you looking? Yep. Drop your eyes down to verse number six. The Bible says, now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And guess who showed up? Satan came with them. You know, whenever you try to do something for God, you know who's going to show up. Uh, I hope you understand this. And even if you live in the church house, Satan is going to find where you are. The Bible says, now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also came with them. Look at verse number seven. And the Lord said to Satan, from where did you come? Satan answered the Lord and said, 
from going to and fro on the earth and from walking back and forth on it. Now, if this was in today's terms, God would say, where you at? Wait, 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 where you coming from? Satan would have simply said, I'm just chilling. <laughs> I'm doing what I do. Now, I need you to understand something. Look back at this. This is why I want to show you this. Satan said, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking back and forth on it. In other words, it appears that Satan has nothing better to do. <laughs> so if Satan doesn't have a lot to do, guess who he wants to do? He wants to do you. Are you starting to get this? Read another verse for me, Brother Dion. What does he say? So Satan answered the Lord. From Satan asked the Lord. From going to and fro on the earth. Keep and going. from walking back and forth on it. Keep going. Then the Lord said to Satan. What did he say? Have you considered my servant Job? Have you considered my servant Job? Keep going. That there is none like him on the earth. Keep going. A blameless and upright man. One who fears God and shuns evil. Keep going. So Satan answered the Lord and said, does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him? Now, now I, I want y'all to look at this. This is why I want to have a Bible study. Because if I preach it, you're going to miss it. I got to teach it. Look who Satan is talking to. God. He bucking up to God. <laughs> now God just told him who Job was. Did y'all see that? And look what he comes back and say. Really? Why should Job even fear you anyway? You got your hand all around him. He got it going on. You bless everything he does. Are you sure you know who you're talking about? Now, now you got to understand something. This is Satan talking to God. So if Satan would raise up on God, what do you think he'll do in your life? Is it okay we have a Bible study today, y'all? I want y'all to see this. This guy is wild. He already, who made Job? God. Who gave Job what he had? God. Who knew about Job's mind and integrity? God. Who's the master of Job? God. And here's Satan saying, are you sure you know who you're talking about? Read it, Brother Dion. What does it say? Around his household and around all that he has on every side, you have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. But now. So in other words, Satan wanted to make it put plainly. He wanted to say, well, since Job is so blessed and because the fact that you always protecting him, are you sure that he even fears you? Mm -hmm. Should he fear you? Does he have to fear you? You babying him like you don't want nothing to happen to him. You know, some folk don't understand that Christians go through some mess too. They think just because we attend worship service and we pray to God and because we give money on Sunday, some folk think that, that, that we think we're everything. But I need folk to understand and I need you to understand that just because you are a child of God, that does not mean that you won't be under attack by Satan. Satan wants you. Not because he dig you. Because he doesn't like you. 
conversation that he's having with God. You know, you think about it. Anybody who's sensible shouldn't even be talking to God like this. Amen. If I had a Amen. chance to talk to God, it sure won't be like this. Amen. Can you save me? That's all I want to know. Can I go home with you? That's what I want to know. Are y'all feeling me on this? Look at the boldness that he has. It just goes to show you that Satan, when he comes into your life, he's going to come with boldness. He's going to come and destroy things. He's going to tear things up. He doesn't care how you feel about it. Keep reading, Brother Dion. What does it say? But now. But now. Stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand. Touch all that he has. Touch all that, that he has. And he will surely curse you to your face. Do you know who said that? Satan said do you know who he's talking to? God. He's telling God, let me tell you something that you don't know about the person that you created. Y'all ain't getting this today, are you? This just goes to show you. You remember I told you uh, uh, last week we were talking about how crafty and cunning a Satan is. You know, that's why when folk come to church and hear a good word, that's why a lot of them leave pissed off. How do you come to church and hear a good word from the Lord and leave pissed off? Because Satan is talking too loud in your ear. You can't hear God. Listen to what he said. I tell you what. I tell you what. Stretch forth your hand. And do what? Read that verse again. Your hand and touch all that he has. Touch he, all that he has. And he will surely curse you to your face. If you take some stuff away from him, I bet you he's going to curse you to your face. How do you talk to God like that? Keep reading, Brother Dion. You're doing well. And the Lord said to Satan. What did he say? Behold. All that he has is in your power. Only do not lay a hand on his person. Now, stop there. I want you to understand this verse because some people, they don't understand what this means. When he said, behold, he said, all that he has is in your power. Now, what that means is, he's saying, I'm going to give you some control. And I'm going to put it in your hands. Now, understand, God has to give Satan permission mm -hmm. to mess with your life. Are you understanding this? Amen. Amen. State, Satan may think he's a G, but he just can't come up in your life unless God allows him to. Amen. So when Amen. people think that Satan is in control, they need to understand Satan can only go so far. God was, is, and will always be in control. Do y'all see that? Yes. Read that verse for me, uh, Brother Dion. Read it one more time. And the Bible the, says what? And the Lord said the to Lord Satan. The Lord said to Satan. Behold. Behold. All that he has is in your power. I'm going to give you Job and his possessions. Keep going. Only, only do not lay a hand on his you person. You better not touch him. <laughs> do you understand? He said, I'm going to give you his possessions, but you better not touch him. Now, now watch this. I want you to go down. Go down to verse number 13. Look at the first few, few words here. The Bible says, now there was a day. Do y'all see that? Yes. What's your Bible say, uh, Brother Sean? And there was a day. And there was a day. Do you know what this means? Everybody will experience 
all day. Amen. Amen. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? If you haven't experienced a day yet, just keep living. Notice, evil shows up unannounced. At the most inconvenient times. That's why it's never a time that you and I can successfully say that we want to leave Jesus' side. Look what the Bible says. When I saw this, it just jumped out at me. And there was a day. You know what that means? That means the day that you're chilling. The day that you're driving your truck down the road. Minding your own business. That's a good day for Satan to mess with your life. The day that you're going in for some tests. He wants to mess with your head. Mess with your nerves. And I need y'all to understand this. Don't ever believe that because you're going through something, Satan is going to skip by your house. I hope y'all got a little time. I ain't going to be that long, but I, I just want to show you something about Satan. I just, I just want you to see his character. The Bible says, there was a day, keep going. When his sons and daughters, when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine, they were kicking it, having a good time. You know, it's always a bad thing when you're having a good thing and bad things happen, isn't it? But you got to understand, no day is off limits for Satan. The Bible says there was a day when the kids were kicking it, eating and drinking. Keep going. In their oldest brother's house. Keep going. And a messenger came to Job and said. What did he say? The oxen were plowing and the donkeys feeding beside them. When the Sabians. Sabians raided them and took them away. Indeed, they have killed the servants with the edge of the sword. And I alone have escaped to tell you. Keep going. While he was still speaking, another also came and said, The fire of God fell from heaven and burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them. And I alone have escaped to tell you. Keep going. While he was still speaking, another also came and said, The Chaldeans. The Chaldeans. Keep going. Formed three bands, raided the camels, and took them away. Yes, and killed the servants with the edge of the sword. And I alone have escaped to tell you. You know what? This was enough. Keep going. He while said he what? While he was still speaking. While he was still speaking. Another also came. Another said, also came and said. Your sons. Your sons. And daughters. And daughters. Were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house. And suddenly a great wind came from across the wilderness and struck the four corners of the house. And it fell on the young people and they were dead. I alone have escaped to tell you. Keep going. Then Job arose, tore his robe. And shaved his head. And he fell to the ground. And now I just want you to stop there. Hold on before we get there. I want you to see. What Satan did. He hits. Where it hurts. Amen. 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 You know where he stole on Job first? Money. His money. Pocket. That's like you close to retirement mm -hmm. and you log in tomorrow and find out your 401k is gone. Mm -hmm. And the only person around to tell you about it 
is your financial advisor. I mean, understand this. This is his money. So when Satan comes at us, he hits us in our pockets. You know, some of us can't keep no money. You know, I think I'm going to have me an amen corner in here. I think I'm going to develop me one. I think I'm going to develop me one. Some of us spend money like we got an unending account. We can get a message saying you just received $100 and before church is over, you already know how you're going to spend at least 95 of it. Do you know that if you cannot control how you spend money, do you know that is a symptom of Satan messing with you in your life? Because he wants you to stay broke. If no other reason, you can't help the church. Folk getting quiet now. How is it? This ain't even in my lesson, but I'm going to give you a little financial thing here. How is it that you owe $2,500 on your credit card? You see a dress or a suit that's on sale is 50% off. You can't afford to pay it cash, so you buy it, and then you put it on it. You got 12.9% interest on the card, and you ain't going to pay it off for the next five years. Do you think you saved some money? But we're run, <laughs> huh? Check me out. You wearing a $500 suit that's gonna end up costing you $1,500. Some of us, we know that we can't afford certain things, but because somebody else got it, we just got to have it. Hey, say something, make me feel better. You, you, you with me? We spend everything we got walking around with Michael Kors purses and give me another name. Coach, somebody say who? Rossetti. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Why walk around with an $800 purse with $5 in it? You know what I'm saying? It's the devil. Husband and wives, you're fighting over money. Why? Because somebody can't control themselves. The devil will split up a marriage because of money. Soon as he got his hands on you, because God told him, don't touch his life. He, he went at his money. Then guess where he came? His family. When Satan wants to hit low, he will come after the things that mean the most to us. Why you think family can't get along like teeth and tongues? You know why? Because Satan is all up in it. I think I'm going to put the corner over there and I'm going to have one over here. I want to show you, I, I want to show you this guy. He's powerful. He will come and rip everything out from underneath your feet. Look at, God said, look, don't touch his life. He's like, all right, I won't touch his life, but i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to hurt him. I'm going to take his money. And his kids, they get along so well, I'm going to take them. Keep going, Brother Dion. What does the Bible say? And he said, he said, naked I came from my mother's womb, 
Job said, naked I came from my mother's womb. Keep going. And naked shall I return. And then. naked shall I return. Keep going. The Lord gave. The Lord gave. And the Lord has taken away. And the Lord has taken away. Keep going. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I want you to look up to verse number 20 again. I need to show you something. Are you looking there? Yes. The Bible says, then Job arose, tore his robe, and shaved his head. And he fell to the ground and did what? Worship. He did what? Worship. Why is it that when things happen in folk life, the first place they stop going to is worship? When Satan comes after you, covering yourself up in the bed ain't going to help you defeat him. You need to worship God just as hard when Satan comes after you as if he didn't even say or do nothing to you. And let me tell you something. It's very difficult to worship God when something happens bad in your life if you ain't used to worshiping God all alone. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? Don't you wait until something happens in your life to give God the praise. When God is blessing you, get on your feet. Tell him, thank you, Jesus. Tell him, hallelujah, I appreciate what you do for me in my life. Amen. Amen. But the problem is, sister, sometimes folk don't give God the glory until something happens and they're still not giving it to him. They just want him to give back to them. Folk will say, I'm going through a thing. I have a $3,500 house note, an $800 car note, a $600 School note for my private school for my kid. And I got two of them, so that's 1200 And I got laid off last week. Y'all pray for me. Pray for me that God blesses me. Then you don't see them no more. Then they come back in. And they say, I just want to say thank God for the job. And I know I've been missing for six months. But I want to give God the praise anyway. Do you see what I'm talking about? See, if you want to defeat Satan, you have to give God the glory no matter what is going on in your life. See, when you are used to praising God, you don't need an event to happen to make you get on your knees. You know Amen. what? I'm going to tell you something. Even when things are going good in my life, I still get on my knees and say, Lord, I thank you for the good stuff. I'm thanking you. I need you to understand what Job was going through. Job lost a lot. He lost his money. He lost his kids. And he worshiped after everything happened. Then he said, naked I came from my mother's womb. And naked shall I return. In other words, Job said, I didn't bring nothing here with me. And I can't take nothing out with Amen. me. It, I'm just going to give God the praise because the little I had, he gave it to me in the first place. Amen. Amen. Now, never judge God by the size of your problem. I'm almost done, Brother Dion. You're doing real good today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is it that when things that we consider big happen in our lives, 
we doubt God. Is there anything too big for the Lord? Nope. How is it that when things happen that are out of our control, instead of us running to God, we run from God? How is it that we think we need to take a break from God? When things happen in our lives, when we are under attack by the devil, we don't need to run from God. We need to run to God and keep being with God because God is the only one who can deliver us from wherever we are. You know, worship. A lot of people don't understand the power of worship. The power of prayer. The power that God has. You know, you know, you know, you know, when you wake up on Sunday morning, Ed, it's not an option. It should be a given that you're going to give God the glory. Doesn't matter what's going on in your life. You give them the glory. And I'm going to tell you something. As a minister, I'm going to be 100. There are some Sundays that I wake up. That I say, man, if today was Saturday. Y'all acting like y'all ain't never said that. Don't have to repent after I get done. Okay, come with me. There's some times that I wish I had another day just to get a, some more rest. Or maybe I have some things on my mind that I haven't totally wrapped my mind around and I need some more time to think. But you know, time waits for nobody. When it's time, it's time. But you know what? After I get up and start getting myself ready, I can have joy in my heart because I'm just glad that God gave me the healthy strength to get up and to put my own clothes on. Amen. Amen. People don't understand the power of being in worship service. It's not just a box that we check every Sunday. We're here so that we can grow, so our faith can grow, because everybody is going to have a day. Keep reading, Brother Dion. The Bible says what? In all this. In all this. Job did not sin. Job did not sin. Keep going. Or charge God. Or charge God. Why is it that God gets the bed wrapped for everything. We're going to talk about it just for a moment. I'm almost done here. Listen. How many times have you heard people say, if there was a God, why are we going through this? How many times have you heard people say, well, you're going through some stuff. Well, where's your God right now? Let me tell you something. There can be two people. One person doesn't have God and they got laid off. Another person did have God and they got laid off. I'd rather be the one who has God because although you laid off, God is going to provide for his children. Amen. Amen. It doesn't mean that you'll never lose a job. It doesn't mean that you won't lose some money. It doesn't mean that you won't lose some people around you. But what it means is when you have God, you have everything that you need. Everything. But you have to believe it. He didn't accuse God. He didn't blame God because he knows that God is good. Let me tell you something. You ready for this? Sometimes God has to take a step back from us. It ain't going to always be peaches and cream. That's how we grow. That's how we get stronger. You don't have a legitimate reason to hold your head down 
when God is sitting up. God is not to blame for things that are happening in the world. It's because people have taken it upon themselves to do things that are contrary to God. But I just want my church folk, you know, I, when, when I was writing this out, I was happy because, you know, I go through things sometimes. But you know what? I can't let what affects me stop me from doing what I need to do for him. There's some times that when you don't feel like giving him the praise, you give it to him anyway. You know, and, and, and if you don't think that you're giving him all the praise that you need to be giving him, you can stop right in the middle of service while everybody is singing and you say to yourself a quick prayer. Lord, help me. Put some joy back in me. Revive my spirit. Lord, I'm down. I need you. This is your God. Talk to him. Tell me who ain't never felt down. Tell me a person who ain't never felt like they were the only one going through something. How is it that good people experience bad stuff too? How is it that folk who make millions pay less than you in taxes? <laughs> this is a time of the year right now a lot of Christians turn into crooks. You don't need to steal to get over. You need to have Jesus in your life if you want to get over. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Amen. I'm almost done, Brother Dion. Are you there, Dion? Where are we at, Dion? We, we finished we're chapter one, ain't we, Dion? Yes, we're in two. You see how fast we went through that? We're in two now we're going to shift to chapter number two. Now watch this. I want you to see how consistent this cat is. Satan is very persistent and consistent. Look at chapter 2. Look at verse number 1. Read it for me, Dion. Again, there was a day. Again, there was a day. Keep when going. the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. Keep going. And Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. Keep going. And the Lord said to Satan. What did he say? From where do you come? Now, this is a whole different day. Are y'all with me here? This is a whole different day. He said, look, where you come from? Keep going. Satan answered the Lord and what said, say? from going to and fro on the earth and having and from walking back and forth on it. Do you see how he said the very same thing that he said the first time God asked him the question? In other words, Satan saying, I'm just doing what I do. When Satan is walking back and forth, you know who he's looking for? He's looking for us. That's right. Keep reading, Brother Dion. Then the Lord said to Satan. The Lord said to Satan. Have you considered my servant Job? Have you considered my servant Job? Keep going. That there is none like him on the earth. Now I just got to say something. Uh, 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 Brother Dion. I, I, I got to say something. And, and, and I hope everybody understands what I'm about to say. You know if you are waiting on Satan to change. Or to permanently leave you alone. To leave you alone for good. You are wasting your time. Now, 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 I've heard folk talk about blue-eyed devils before. But let me tell you something. They, they, they shortchanged you on some information. Because there's a blue-eyed devil, there's a black-eyed devil, there's a brown-eyed devil, there's a multicolored-eyed devil, there's a no-eyed devil, there's a devil that don't even have anything, any colors in his eyes. The devil is the devil. Don't ever think that the devil is just coming to the hood. He goes to the hills too. 
Y'all ain't hearing this, are you? I need you to understand that this is not about an ethnic group. This ain't about somebody down on a black man. And I get so tired of hearing that. Down on a black man. And you know why I get tired of hearing that? Because it's the black man that I have to look out for a lot of times. You know what I'm talking about. Folk looking at me, why you say that? The same reason why you locked your doors. <laughs> you ain't worried about Charlie coming in your house right now. You thinking about Lil Peanut coming in your house right now. I'm trying to let you know, this ain't even about no putting something down on the black man. Folks say that the Bible was written for the black man, blah, 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 blah. I ain't hearing none of that mess. Let me tell you something. I don't care what color you are, the devil coming for you. Let's get that out the way. All that stuff. The black man, the black man, the black man, the black man. Skip all that stuff. And why we just bring that stuff up when religion come up? Half of the folks talking about the black man, the black man. If a black man showed up at their house to do some work on their house, they'd tell them you must have the wrong house. Oh, y'all don't know what I'm talking about, do you? Oh, yeah, I preach 100. Y'all, I don't know why folks change when they get to church. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 they see you coming here, they be like, well, you must be the driver. I know what I'm talking about. But what I'm trying to get you to understand is I've gotten got by black folk. I've gotten got by white folk. I've gotten got by Hispanic folk. I don't care what color you are. When you start messing with my money, you mess with my mind. Keep reading, Brother Dion. I got to get out of here. The Bible says what? A blameless and upright man. A blameless and upright man. Keep going. One who fears God and shuns evil. Keep going. And still, he holds fast to his integrity. He holds fast to his integrity. In other words, no matter what happens in his life, he knows his position in God. Let me ask you this. Do you know what your position in God is regardless of what happens in your life? Do you change positions when your situation changes? Some folk can't give God the praise until the deliverance comes. But can you praise your way through the trouble? That's the difference. And you know what? We got to give God the glory. Because if God was like certain people, some of us would be held down for life. Think about it. There are people who don't even give God the praise, don't give him the glory, and he still delivers them from whatever they are in. We got to say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Think about it. Can you praise God just as hard today now that you're going through something? Can you stand up and say he's good when you ain't got a job? Amen. Can you stand up and say God will provide when you have sent out 200 resumes and all of them came back? We ain't interested. You know, today, you know, I, 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 I ain't know it was like it was. You know, I, 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 I hadn't filled out a resume in a long time. You know, I felt like Fred Flintstone when I was putting some stuff together. You know, they got an automated thing now. You send a resume in, and before you can push saying good, it's coming back saying, nope. <laughs> Y'all ever run into that? If, 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 you, if you ain't ran into it, keep sending out resumes. But what I'm trying to tell you is God wants us to respect him, to reverence him, to praise him 
when things are down as if everything was great. Can you hold on to your integrity? Keep going, Brother Dion. Although you incited me against him to destroy him without cause. Keep going. So Satan answered the Lord what and he say? said, skin for skin. See, now he, do y'all see what I'm talking about? He ain't going to stop. He said, all right, I'll give you that. I took his money. He was cool. I took his family. He was cool. Let's take the gloves off. Let's attack him now. So now look. Look at what Satan attacks. Let's go back. What did he get first? Money. What was the second thing he came to get? Family. Family. Now what is he after now? His health. Do you understand this? These are three of the closest things to you. Your money your family, and your health. He starts off the fight hidden beneath the belt. Watch what he says. Yes, all that a man has, he will give for his life. But stretch out your hand now and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will surely curse you to your face. Now, I want you to understand something, too. Because some folk don't know how to rightly divide the word of God. Don't think that Satan is punking God. Don't think Satan coming up on God saying, okay, well, do this. And God like, okay, well, he's tempting God and making God do what he wants. See, you got to understand, God already knew what was going to happen. You understand what I'm saying? So don't get it twisted. Satan ain't, he, this ain't nothing new. But what I wanted to show you was, this is exactly how he comes to us. If he'll come to God like this, you know he'll bring that mess to us. He said, do what? Read that verse again. But stretch out your hand now. Stretch out your hand now. And touch his bone. Touch his bone. And his flesh. And his flesh. And he will surely curse you to your face. And I bet you he's going to curse you. Keep going. And the Lord said to Satan. What did he say? Behold. Behold. He is in your hands. He's in your hands. But spare his life. Now, do you see this again? Before Satan could do anything, he first has to get what? Permission. Permission. So understand, quit being afraid. See, if you want to fear somebody, don't fear Satan. Amen. 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 Because he ain't in control. Amen. Amen. You need to fear the one who's in control, who's calling all the shots. Say it, brother. If you want to be fearful, fear the Lord because Satan bows down to God. Amen. Amen. God, what did God tell him? It, it sent chills down me. What did he say? And the Lord said to Satan, The Lord said what? Behold. He is in your hand. I'm going to give him to you. But spare his but, but, life. No, no. I'm going to give him to you. But peep this. You better not take his life. Amen. Do you Amen. understand what I'm saying? And see, when God talked to you, he can be up in your face like this. Because that's who he is. Do you, you got to understand the dynamics. He's letting, see, Satan He's big and bad to us. But to God, he's nothing. If we don't have God on our side, Satan will whoop us out of our clothes. We need to keep God in our lives. Because Satan is like a little kid when it comes to God. God said, hey, listen to me. I'm going to let you do something. But you better not go too far. Now, now let, me t- let me tell you. I want you to try this. Go home and tell Satan, 
Leave me alone. And you better not mess with me again and see what happens. Are y'all understanding what I'm saying? Yes. God is the one in control. Keep going, Brother Dion. You're almost there. Keep going. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. And struck Job with painful boils from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head. Man, I can't even imagine how that was. Mm. I can't even imagine the pain that he went through. And, and guess what, church? What did Job do? What, what did he do to bring all of this evil on? Nothing. Nothing. Who did he mess with? Nobody. So what do you have to do before Satan comes and attacks you? What do you have to do before Satan's attacked your money? What do you have to do before Satan attacked your family? What do you have to do before Satan attacks your health? Nothing. All you need to do is be alive. Keep reading. Read it again, Brother Dion. You're doing good. So Satan went from the presence of the Lord. Satan went from the presence of the Lord. And struck Job with painful boils. Keep going. From the sole of his foot. To the crown of his head. Keep going. And he took for himself a pot shirt which, with which to scrape himself while he sat in the midst of the ashes. Keep going. Then his wife said to him. Then his wife you, said to him. Do you still hold fast to your integrity? Keep going. Curse God and die. Stop there. We're almost done. Everybody doesn't have the faith that you have Amen. in God. Amen. Are y'all understanding this? Amen. This, this story so deep. Say it, brother. You know, you know, you know, she, and she may not have really meant any harm when she said she probably thought she said her mouth full. But the thing about it is, everybody that you take your problem to, they don't have faith in God like you. That's why you need to take your problems to less people. You need to take your problems to Jesus. Because not everybody have unwavering faith. She told him, just forget it all. Give it up. Just go ahead and die. I guess she figured, shoot. We ain't got no kids. You ain't got no money. You might as well go ahead and die. But you know what? Even a broke Christian is still a Christian. Amen. Am I right about Amen. the church? Amen. You make, he make it take the money, but he can't take Jesus from you. Keep reading, Brother Dion. We're we, we going to close this out. Keep going. But he said to her. He said to her. You speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God? Listen to this. Keep going. And shall, not, shall we not accept adversity? And all this Job did not sin John, with his lips. Job never did turn against God. No matter what happened to him, this man had a lot of things that he had to endure. Keep reading. We're almost done. Keep reading. Now, when Job's three friends heard of all this adversity. Now, now, now watch this. And I'm going to close on this. Job had three homies. And apparently they were tight. Because God thought to put them in here. He had three friends. Now, these friends that he had, uh, I believe they meant well. Because the Bible says that they came together to mourn with him and to comfort him. They came to bring some good tidings to him. But look at verse number 12. The Bible says what? And when they raised their eyes from afar. When they raised their eyes from afar. And did not recognize him. They didn't even know who he was. 
He was so messed up. They couldn't even recognize him. Keep going. They lifted their voices and wept. Keep going. And each one tore his robe and sprinkled dust on his head toward heaven. We finna end on this, on this one. Verse so, number 13, go ahead. So they sat down with him on the ground seven days and seven nights. And no one spoke a word to him, for they saw that his grief was very great. Now, let me say it again. His friends, now watch this. Satan attacked him. God was still with him when Satan was attacking. So when Satan attacks you, don't think God is gone. And don't think Satan can do something that he ain't supposed to be doing. Because he has to get permission. So he can't go too far. He came after his money. Because that hurts. Mm -hmm. He came after his family. Because that hurts. Mm -hmm. Then he came and attacked his health. Because that hurts. Now look at Job's support system. Take God out of it. One of the closest people left to him, now that his family is gone, is who? His wife. And she said, won't you cuss God and die? Then he said, you talking crazy. So the next group of people that were close to him were who? His friends. friends. When they saw him, they didn't say nothing for seven days. So you know what that means? You can't depend upon nobody to support you or to deliver you but God. Are y'all understanding this? And it doesn't mean that these friends were bad friends. Some folk just don't know what to tell you. They don't know what to say to you. Your situation may be so messed up, they don't even know how to even say any encouraging word. Don't get disappointed. You don't need to depend upon them anyway. You need to depend upon When you think about it, he ain't had no money. He lost his family. The woman by his side said, why don't you just die? And his homies couldn't even say nothing to him. It looked like Job had lost everything. But guess what? He had God. It doesn't matter how much you lose. As long as you don't lose God, you have everything that you need. I need y'all to understand this. I'm wrapping this thing up. I, I, I just want you to understand. Just look. This is so real. The devil attacked the areas of life that folk cherish the most. Their money, their family, and their health. But even through it all, as long as we hold on to God and keep our integrity, as long as we keep praising God, we're going to be all right. 
When things happen, church, that's not the time to leave God. That's the time to worship God. That's the time to give God the praise. Why? Because God is the only one who can deliver you. Good people experience bad things too. Satan has a lot of folk under attack right now. What I want to know today is, can you hold on to your integrity while being under attack? When things are going good and I ask you, hey, how's everything? And if you say, I'm blessed and highly favored, can you, stay, can you say that same script when things ain't going so well in your life? Because although things may not be like you want them to be, I want you to know you're still blessed. I said you're still blessed. God has blessed all of us. Never get mad at God. Never leave God. Never doubt God. Because in the end, just like we saw here, God is the only one that you're going to end up with. He's the only one who can protect us and deliver us. I'm going to end today right there. I know that we go through a lot of things. I know we go through a lot of things because I go through a lot of things. And you know what? We're going to continue to go through things in life until Jesus comes back. But we got to hold on. I just wanted to give us just a little Bible study to let us know. You know, uh, Christians go through a lot of stuff too. And Job was a great example because the Bible says he, he, he ain't messed with nobody. He's a perfect man. Upright. So you know what that means? That means that out of all the houses on the block, you're the only person that go to church on the whole block. But your house, the one burns down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Still give God the glory. Amen. Amen. Say it, brother. Still praise him because he's worthy to be praised. This is what I want to do today. I want to let you know that they crucified Jesus. They put him on the cross. They buried him. He was buried and he rose to die no more. That's the gospel, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. If you need to be baptized today for the remission of your sins, you can come today by hearing, believing, repenting, confessing, and being baptized. You need to do that because without being in the body, you don't have God. I want folk who got some challenges in their lives to come down for prayer today. Just come on down. You can just start walking right now. You ain't got to wait till we sing. If you got some challenges, just walk on down today. Because I understand how it can be when you have challenges. You know, some challenges you just can't talk to folk knowing. Because some folk, the only thing they want to do is know what you're going through so they can tell somebody else about it. And you know what? You're going to meet some people who don't have as much faith in God as you. And they may give you some ill advice. You got to give God the glory. You got to praise him when it seems like there's nothing to praise him for. Even if you cry at night, thank God that you got eyes to cry out of. I need you to come on down. Don't be afraid. I know it's real. The struggle is real. You know, let me tell you something. A real true preacher got a gift. He knows when his congregation has weight in it. He can feel it.
Well, let me put it this way. I can feel it. And I know somebody out here struggling with something. And I know somebody need prayer. Now, one of the reasons why you don't want to walk down is because you don't want folk to see you. How would you like for them to see you when you get blessed? If you're not ashamed to own his blessings, don't be ashamed to come and ask for one. Some folk don't want to walk down because they've been praying. Ain't nothing been happening. What I want you to know is, it's not on your time. It's on God's time. Think about it. If Job depended upon his children for the connection that he had with God, what would have happened when they were gone? If he depended upon his wife to keep his connection, what was going to happen when she said, just cuss God and die? If he depended upon his money, because you know sometimes we believe everything is good. Why? Man, because I'm paid. My pockets are fat and all that. I got enough money to choke everybody here. Hang you from the ceiling with $100 bills. Your money can't buy deliverance. Some of us, we got, you know what? Some of us need to be delivered from ourselves. Some of us, we're battling with low self-esteem. We're going through some things that we don't want to go through. Some of us, we, we have some issues that we're going through with our help. We need some help. We need God to help us, to deliver us. And sometimes, church, it gets lonely. Sometimes it gets lonely. See, the person who just can't wait to get out of church, they ain't hearing what I'm saying. But the day that the Lord says, have you considered my servant such a such a person? That's when they're going to understand. What I'm trying to tell you is don't be the kid that has to fill the stove to confirm that it's hot. When you feel the heat from it, believe it. Somebody here needs to come on down. Walk on down. You know you got something in your life you're dealing with. and You need God to bless your life. You know you do. This is what this is all about. This is why I picked Job. I mean, seriously, think about it. Could you take what he just went through? Your family, your health, your money. Some of us, we can't even take losing 10, 20, $30,000 in our 401k. Imagine losing everything. Then your health is failing. Then your family is gone. And they ain't got to die. They just turn on you. Can you stand? If you can't, don't feel embarrassed. It just means you're human. We all need God's help. We are under attack. What better people to get than us? God's people. You know what? Every sermon you hear is real. It's true. That's why I preach straight from the Bible. I don't have to entertain nobody. You know, the truth can stand on its own. Folks say, well, how good are you? I'm just as good as the truth is. Because that's what I teach. I ain't trying to entertain nobody. I ain't, I ain't trying to make nobody happy. I'm telling you what's 100. Everybody is going to experience 
a day is coming. Some of us have experienced some days. If you don't have Jesus in your life, come and get baptized. Somebody else needs to come. Come on down here. Oh, we go through stuff. We get beat up and left for dead. And I'm going to tell you something. Y'all ready for this? Stop looking for support. Can y'all can understand it? You, are, you, are you getting me, Bobby? Stop looking for support, baby. Because not everybody's going to support you. You got to learn how to encourage yourself in the Lord. You understand what I'm saying? People around you, they may care for you, but they ain't going to always be there for you. Some folk going to leave you. You got to know. If God is all that I have, I'm going to rock with him. I'm going to roll with him. Look at, do y'all see what we just read? Who did Job have? Nobody. The closest people to him were like, either died or couldn't help him. But the Bible says he did not lose his integrity. He didn't lose his position in Jesus. Oh, I know somebody else need to get up and walk down here today. Who's singing for me? They looking like you. No, you. No, no, you. No, no, you. Maybe all y'all need to get up and sing at the same time. What you singing? I really love the Lord. Don't you, you know, know I really love the Lord. You don't know what He's done for me. Yes, He gave me the victory. That's why I.